So about 12 months ago, I moved up to Newcastle, came up here from Melbourne and was getting stuck into my new business, the work that I was creating up here, meeting lots of different people. Started to hear about these guys, Fisheye Creative and some of the really cool video and content work that they were doing. Today, I'm really lucky to be able to sit down with Jacob and dive deep into video. So this episode is gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna talk uh, a little bit of q and I'm gonna try to pick Jacob's brain a little bit. So a little bit more direct, a little bit higher energy than some of the other episodes. And what I'm wanting to do is to create as much value for people who are creating something, who are on their own path. Maybe you've started a business, maybe you're thinking about something, but you're also recognizing how important it is to get your message out there. And you're also aware of what's going on in the world of video a little bit. So without further ado, uh, we'll get stuck in. This is Jacob from Fisher Creative. Jacob, thanks for jumping in. We're at OmSpace here, if you're watching the video. Um, thanks for joining us at OmSpace and, and jumping in for the episode. How's everything going? Mate, fantastic. Thanks for having me on. I'm a big fan of Access Potential Podcast, so yeah, it's good to, good to be on here, mate. And, um, you know, hopefully give some value to people who are listening or, or watching. Yeah, I'm excited. So let's do a little, I normally do a lot of backstory. I'd love to get some context as to um, what is Fisheye Creative? Sure. How to start? How old are you? How's everything going? Um, the kind of work that you do, who's it for? What's it for? What's the nature of your guys' work? Hmm. So I started Fisheye Creative about three years ago now. Um, it was it was a move to create an agency that really made creating content easy for people and really just changed the way we positioned it from, um, you know, we, we, we more focus on online content rather than television commercials. We, we, and we more focus on helping businesses tell their story to, to their people. Um, things are, things are great since starting the business. Um, we're at team five now, so slowly, slowly growing and, um, people have seemed to be responding well to our products. So it's, um, happy days. So I want to dive right in. Um, we're in this place at the moment where the internet, the bandwidth, the, the things fully, it's fully in here now. Like even five years ago, you know, you'd upload something that you'd chop up to Instagram and a little wheel would spin there for a long time and it would fail or, yeah. um, there were limitations on what, even then, like what we were trying to do. I remember when we owned the gym. Now it's different. Like the standard is like you have enough download, you have enough, um, your screens are big enough. Like we're at this place where everything's kind of matured. Mm. And I'd love for you to talk about, um, cause I think what it's done is really open the space to creation, to create what you want to storytelling. Yeah. Love you to talk about, um, for anyone who may have missed that whole boat and kind of not really seen what's happening there. Could you talk to us about why video, Yeah. you know, why didn't you guys just do print media or photography or something else? Like what's the landscape look like for the businesses that you're working with and what you guys see with small and medium sized businesses? Yeah, totally. I think video is one of those things that's just evolved very quickly, very, um, recently it, you know, obviously the evolution in technology has, you know, made, you know, cameras better. It, it, you know, we can easily create content ourselves. Mm. Um, 
you know, for us, we really love video because it helps, it helps people tell their story um, in a way that nothing else can really, you know, achieve. Um, you know, short of actually sitting down with someone in a room and having a conversation with them, um, video is the next, next best thing. Um, it, it just allows you to talk to your customers as a business owner. It allows you to um, build the personality um, of your brand, you, yourself included, and the people who work with you. Mm. Um, you know, it's just something that, that people really resonate with. They really like to get to know these businesses. They like to get to know the people behind them rather than just, you know, working with a company that just this faceless company that, that has no personality or, you know, just prints out flyers and drops them in people's mailboxes. It, mm. it, it's a form that, yeah, really just helps people be themselves and then project that to, you know, hundreds of, th hundreds of thousands of people online. How important, you know, I'm thinking about, say, people who have the business, they're operational, they started maybe a few years ago, and they're doing a couple of posts here or there, but that story's not being told. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if we kind of looked at their brand, for example, it might be might be a bit of intention behind it, but a lot of it might have just kind of landed in the way that it is. Sure. How important is, you know, this idea of working on brand, working on story, making sure that that's going out? Like, is this a take it or leave it kind of thing? Or is this like, do you see this as um, super critical? Mm. I think it's absolutely essential that, you know, people brands, businesses are putting themselves on camera and putting it out there because it's, it's one of those things that if, if you're not doing that, then, you know, the, your, your competitor is, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's that level. So it's really the difference between someone choosing your product. Um, you know, you might believe in your products and you might think it's the best thing for people ever. Um, but unless you're getting on camera and making people aware of that, then, you know, it's, it's sad because it's, you know, you, you're not going to have the reach that you'd like to have. Um, you know, so it's, it's yeah, one of those things that I think every, every business needs to be doing. Hmm. Uh, you guys are doing some cool work with a few different industries. What are some of the places where you see this um, popping up more now that maybe it was a little bit later to the party or maybe just talk about some of the different industries you've worked with uh, anything that might come to mind on what you're seeing happening. Yeah, totally. So I think originally video was really for the bigger businesses, right? The corporations that would make television commercials and everything like that. But now it's, you know, we're seeing more small businesses take up video. Um, so we're working with a lot of small business owners who just want to grow their brand. They want to um, grow their business. They really believe in their product and, and their why. So we we find that, that now more than ever, people are wanting to tell their story on video or, or provide value. So rather than advertise themselves with video, uh, like a, you know, a bigger business or a company might, might have in the past, um, smaller businesses are now picking up on, you know, hang on, putting myself on camera, providing value to people is, is a lot more effective at that early stage of um, attracting new business. Mm. Uh, you know, if you create content for social media that's very sales-based, very heavy on, um, hey, come with, work with us because of these reasons, um, 
you know, our product's fantastic, it's better than everyone else's because of these reasons, you have a lot of friction from people who, uh, who are on social media just to be entertained or escape from reality in some way. So by creating content that's educational and provides value, business owners are getting a lot more return on their investment uh, online because that sort of video in a space like social media resonates really well. Mm. And you're building trust as an industry leader within your space um, with, with your future customers. And you're just communicating with people the way you should be on those platforms. Yeah. I really love that. That's one of my, like, my things that really gets me excited is this conversation around trust, generosity, educating and transforming the um, audience. Um, One thing that I'm really, that I really love the conversation, but I think sometimes people get wary is, um, well, there's two things that come to mind. One is ROI. So like if I do X, Y, Z, even if I say I'm doing it by myself, Mm. I spend all this time with my phone and doing yeah. filming, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, let alone invest and, and to get it done properly. Sure. Like the magic that you guys do. Um, how am I going to show that, you know, what happens like it's it all. And, and I, I have a certain kind of point of view on it, but I can sense that it could be, um, a, a bit gray feeling for people. Mm. Um, are you having to have that conversation with people? And if so, what does that look like? Mm. Or are people just like recognizing in themselves that this trust thing is so big that they got to do it anyway? Mm. You sh- I think it's, it's been a slow build and, and people are more open to video now than they used to be maybe even just two years ago. So it's, it's, it's evolved very rapidly. Uh, I think people do see the value in video. It's still one of those things that you have to, uh, explain in a way that you know hey this is this is the biggest thing you can be doing for your business right now in terms of marketing yourself it, it really is um, you know it's it's still at that stage where people are concerned you know what if I spend the money and it doesn't work out it doesn't bring me new business what if I spend you know thousands of dollars and nothing happens or or you know if I have the time I spend you know a week just creating video content and then I look like an idiot or, or, you know, something happens. People have that fear of, you know, what if I look like a fool by A, spending the money or B, spending my time creating it. And I think it's very important to just scrap that. Don't listen to that little voice at the back of your head that says that fear that, you know, if I do this, I'm going to look silly because um, to your customers, you're not, you know, people have to understand that they're the expert in their industry. They, they're the ones with all the knowledge and, you know, they might, might not feel like that, but when they capture that and they put it on camera and they put it out there, you know, regardless, people are going to find that very helpful. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you have concerns about that, you know, just start by picking up your phone um, and filming some Instagram stories, stuff that doesn't sit around long on your profile. It just gets you having a conversation with your customers. And then when you become more comfortable with that, then you can look at, you know, well, do we look at doing a branding video to tell our story? Um, do we look at shooting some educational videos for our customers to, you know, to make them aware of our brand or aware of their problem? Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's probably where that space is at the moment. Yeah. So one thing that comes to mind there is, uh, you mentioned Instagram stories, love you to talk quickly on long form, short form. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've done some work before with people where it's been very long form and that's been really cool. Yeah. 
and then for me you know for full transparency like this is getting filmed this will be probably 10 to 15 little bits of content that's been short formed as well um do you have anything that you'd love to add or talk about with that and possibly even go into a bit of the value of that long form and storytelling type piece as well Mm -hmm. absolutely People have a lot of questions around that because they hear all the time short videos are better, mm. especially in the social media um, platforms. You know, they hear that 15 seconds are better, 30 seconds are better, 60 seconds, and you know, people used to say, you know, 60 seconds was it, now it's coming down, and people think 15 seconds is the best length for videos on social media. But the reality is that there's no ideal length. It's It really has to do with what is the message you're putting on camera and who are you showing that to? Because if you're creating content that's valuable to someone, um, let's just say that you have a customer who, um, let's say for you, John, is is a business owner, right? Um, And you create a piece of content that's super valuable to them. It doesn't matter how long it is. If they find that valuable, they're going to watch the whole thing. Mm. So people who care about the message are going to spend the time to watch it. And that's really the people that you're trying to target. Mm. So... Yeah. You know, it's it's different stages. The initial stage when someone hasn't heard of your product, you know, a short form video maybe have better success. Uh, and then, you know, a longer form video can be um, a way to take it to that next step. So people like to post shorter form videos on social media. Let's say for this video, for example, I'm sure you'll create snippets that go onto, uh, onto social media, onto Instagram, Facebook, and that'll link back to a larger piece of content where if people are interested, they can go and watch the whole thing. So you're almost creating this content pyramid um, where you know, whenever we create content for people or whenever we um, create our own content, we like to create a long form piece of content where we can, and then we like to cut that down into shorter pieces or snippets that they can use on online. Yeah. Uh, I think there's something there that's super important. One is, um, you know, that I'm picking up on, as you mentioned, the Instagram stories, you mentioned your phone. And I guess if you're listening and you're feeling stuck, you can't, you can't, you don't either want to invest up front to do long form or you're not sure on the whole thing. It's like step one, just start with something, get something going, get a feel for seeing yourself on the, the screen or whatever, practicing. Absolutely. But the other thing that comes to mind is by practicing that shorter form or practicing speaking, you may become more clear on um your own story your brand where you want to go especially in the early days what resonates well with the audience and then maybe get someone like yourself on board to do flesh out what's resonating and kind of do you know what i mean kind of go deeper absolutely um yeah i think it's important that business owners identify themselves who who their target market is what do they want to hear what do they want to know uh you know it's 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 tricky getting uh, external, you know, an outside business to come in and identify that because you know, you're always going to know your business better than anyone else. So it's important that business owners just get get out there, get their face on on camera as much as they can, and, and talk to people and find out what do people want to know, what who's in my target market, who am I speaking to. Mm. Can you talk to us about? Uh, business brand personal brand like Mm. you're working with companies construction maybe it's a gym maybe it's a cafe or whatever you've got the owner or the creator like is there anything that you'd like to 
talk about do you see one as more important or both or are they linked how does that sit with you um yeah i think within a, a, a brand like a company brand there exists multiple other brands so you have the business brand you know we have fisheye creative fisheye that people uh see online and they and they know and it has its own feel and its own look um, but within that each person has their own identity and has their own brand so you know i have my own brand within fisheye um, nick behind camera has his own brand you know everyone has their own personality that you know when people go deeper they get to know those people and, mm. and resonate with so i think it's important to get that right so you can have a deeper level of engagement that first you know upper level top of final brand is is just to get people people in but mm. you know once they're in they want to know a bit more about the people involved so i think yeah. it's important you know that everyone has a, a personal brand that's strong yeah so it comes back to that trust thing it's like mm. the content the video allows us to see more inside or get a bit of feel of who we're working with their values and then it sounds like what you're saying is through also going into personal brand knowing the story of how fish was created like your wise a little bit it's like more resonance for me as the market or the consumer totally um totally okay let's go to some questions yep so slightly different format and what i thought we could do is um bring up the question and then mm. we'll just go s see how it lands for you back and forth see what comes out of it great um perfect so first up is the question is what's the most important thing on a limited budget yep. so this for context like this is probably someone not going to outsource yeah this is probably someone who has one or two uh, staff members at most or maybe they're just starting out as a contractor cool. in a space or something like that what's your what do you say to them so what is the most important piece of content for them I think I think the question when it came was actually like is it is it the video is it the sound like mm. yeah let's hit both what's content wise what should they do today yeah and then what's their first like you know do they just use a phone like do they mm. hire someone like what's the first step mm. I think uh, a brand story is very important. So telling your why to people straight away is going to help them understand your business and want to work with your business, uh, you know, quicker, earlier. Yeah. So, you know, being able to communicate your why first in a piece of content is probably the most important thing. Uh, you know, it's... If you, you've got to be a little bit careful, I think, uh, if you're creating your own brand film, you know, if, you, if you're clever with it, you, you don't need um, you don't need a super high quality thing. We'd recommend it because you know it's the first impression people have of your business. So a video like that, I think it's really important to you know be a very be confident in yourself or um, or be get someone involved that can help tell your story. Um, second to that, if you're not confident with creating a piece of content like that, I think it's really important that you focus on educating people so creating your own content that that educates your ideal customer with a particular pain pain point problem that they have um, when it goes to the specifics of what's the most important with video or sound i think it's really important that both are there because you know when a message is not clear we become disinterested so when there's noise 
um, whether that's you know having a conversation and you can't hear someone properly mm. uh, or whether that's uh, you know a, a online social media where there's heaps of different pieces of content you know, and there's a lot of noise um, you know we become disinterested very quickly so mm. it needs to be clear so just make sure that you know those things are both yeah good and you'll be you'll be sweet yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess to me the thing that pops up is um, I guess in this it's interesting how what pops up in my head because to me it's like as the with less technical knowledge and less understanding of the actual craft I'm just like well the thing that's important is that you do it yeah <laughs> you know like you do like you start doing something I'm just like thinking, totally I talk to so many people where the resistance is so high around time usually time I don't have the yeah. time to do it um but you know this this we could be sitting here recording this on iphone and having a chat and that's yeah. that's that's something it is you've yeah. got mates on yeah you know it's just as important as a, a meeting or doing your accounts or you know whatever it might be it's 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 high level stuff it's mm. it's very important people seem to brush it aside and think that it's just a pretty thing that makes your instagram look good or your facebook look good but it's not it's very important yeah marketing is the soul uh, of your business it's it's the, the fresh blood that comes into your business that will keep you alive and keep you helping people and more people with your product yeah i think another thing on that with the marketing piece is like i don't know if people fully understand how much of a lever it is to the sales process like when it's dialed it's like it switches the sales process to this big confrontational piece to like hey do you want to work like do you want to join me like totally. because the context is there the trust is there the value is right. there you yeah. know yeah it's like fishing you know the the marketing is the bait on the hook you know it's the bait that the sales process is reeling the fish in but when you put the right bait on the hook you're catching the right fish the resistance is less you can you know easily reel that into the business and mm. the sales process becomes way easier when mm. it's done right yeah i love it okay question number two uh Talk about some different ways to use video to showcase your work. Uh, so I guess the context there, it's not super clear on the question, mm -hmm. but I guess the context is there is like, if I'm a, uh, whatever, let's say a painter, yep. house painter, and I paint externals or whatever outside of the houses, what are some of the types of content or ways that I could showcase it and i guess in line with you know maybe a little different to that like look at me this is my work if you want to hire me www you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, yeah. what's some of the stuff that you're seeing that's cool on how to give context showcase yeah. what i'm what i'm about what i'm doing yeah so first first thing is going into that educational content it's identifying hey what things do i know that can help help the average person so um by that, I, I think it's, I mean, like, it's important to create content that speaks to the person you want to work with. So if you're a painter, uh, you know, you might be creating an educational piece of content that teaches people how to get a longer lifespan out of their paint, mm. paint job for their house. Uh, you know, it's, it's speaking to people that are looking to paint their house or have, um, you know, a, a researching to paint their house at some stage. So that piece of content is, is really important. Um, you know, another piece of content cre to create is personality pieces. So behind the scenes, you know, getting in there, seeing the guys work, uh, you know, seeing 
um, the personality and, and the people behind you know behind the job so that people can learn to you know learn to get to know those people and and um, yeah and identify with those people better yeah. yeah I think they're two really pieces of content key pieces of content uh, you know second to that I think telling your story telling your why is 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 the next best thing um, is, is a really important step as well so um, three pieces of content that I think every business should have um, absolutely yeah mm. I love that the, the three things that you brought up with all come back to this humanizing of the business mm. comes back to brand comes back to generosity um, and kind of resonance so like for example none of those pieces were you know just showcasing the fact that i won five awards last year and mm. you know what i mean and the look at the quality of my impeccable work or whatever it's like we can see that anyway mm. even if it's like us just having a conversation in front like we can see the quality of the work behind um, but what i love is that you you dive into uh, it's really that connection piece, you know, like teaching, educating, transforming, and everything there helps to build. It's always for the for the other person. Like everything you said is for us as the Absolutely. market. Yeah. You know? Anyone can create a great product. You know, when you're a master of your trade, you know, every trade out there most likely is creating a great product. Mm. Uh, you know, there's there's other video agencies that create fantastic work, a fantastic product. I think the really important thing though is that in a market where it's saturated and everyone has a great product, it's how do we talk about the people behind the product, um, the people that you'll be working with, the story, what's the, what's the story? People like to buy stories, they mm -hmm. like to buy, uh, you know, um, they like to work with people. Yeah, I love it. Okay, question three, uh, how can I get more confident on camera? It's mm, a good one, practice. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just practice. It, it really does change the way you interact with people. Um, because suddenly you, you're on the spot and you're in your own head and you have to verbalize your thoughts, you know, efficiently. Yeah. So it's great practice for general, general conversations with people. Uh, but yeah, it, it just comes down to practice. It just comes down to getting the camera out, you know, film yourself 10 times. Uh, you know, if you don't like any of them, get over it, pick one, post it. And, you know, people respond well. It's, uh, you know, we're always really super critical of ourselves. Hmm. Um, you know, we, we think, oh, what if I sound like an idiot? What if someone else who knows more than me sees that and thinks, God, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, potentially there's some people out there yeah, who do know more than you, but at least you're getting out there and you're trying to make a difference by, you know, helping people with their, yeah. their problems. Yeah. Two things that jumped to mind from what you said. One is I think as an audience, we can pick up intent mm. very fast. And mm. if the intent is good and there's some stumbling on the words, there's some shifty eyes, yeah. social posture, <laughs> that's cool. You know, yeah. we, we're, we're like, that's cool. Like, yeah. like keep stick with it. Like keep going. Like we, we like it. Right. Yeah. We can pick that up. Totally. If the intent is um, just like a take mentality, get the sale, or if it's like whatever, if it's look at me or whatever it is, I think we pick that up too, even if you're super polished on the camera. Um, yeah, yeah. The other thing I loved is you talked about that the work on the camera, and I found this happens in uh, written content as well, blogging, mm. writing, 
actually can help us to express our points of view and our assertions more powerfully all the time, like yeah. a practice. Yeah. And I guess the cool thing on that question is how can I become more confident on camera? Yeah. And what we flipped it to is like, use the camera to become more confident. Totally. Yeah. And it's kind of like this content thing actually helps you to move through judgment of others. You just, it drops away because you have to do it. Mm. You move through practicing speaking, all of the stuff, which is mm. super cool. Mm. Yeah. There seems to be a uh, stigma, I think within the Australian culture as well, that's, you know, slowly fading out. Uh, you know, we're scared to put ourselves out there because we're scared that people will judge us. We're scared that people think, oh, look at this guy. Like he, he's, he's got a big ego or he thinks he's too good or, um, you know, oh, this dude, how embarrassing, like that's cringy. You know, we're always scared of that because, um, you know, we're just, that's just hardwired into, into the way we think, you know, from, from, from our culture, yeah, growing up. So, uh, you know, parents say, you know, don't, don't be, um, you know, big ego, don't be flashy, don't get out there and put yourself, you know, out in the public eye. You know, we try to um, retract and, and stay, stay hidden and, and keep our things to ourselves. Um, but I think that's, that's slowly changing and I think people are starting to respect that when people get out there and mm. put themselves out there that, you know, it's, it's a, um, honorable, you know, it's a, it's a nice thing that you want to get behind and help that person. Yeah. And I think one thing that pops up for people is it, it feels like it's too much. Mm. Do a post every week or every day or whatever. It feels like I'm putting out myself out there so much people get sick of me. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember like this is a, this is a permission based marketing stream. Like people are choosing to subscribe or mm. follow come along in your journey because they want to hear more about video or, you know, business or whatever it is. Um, so I think rarely is it too much. Like this mm. is kind of one thing that right. feels, it feels, but it's in reality is often something quite different. You're not jamming your product down someone's throat. Yeah. You're saying, Hey, if this is of interest to you, watch it. If it's not easy, man, keep, keep going about your, your daily life. Like yeah. it's, um, it's there if you choose to consume it. And if people do, then they're there for the right reasons and they're going to watch your content. They're not going to judge you that they're there for the ride. So yeah. Awesome. Next question is from Aaron. Shout out to Aaron up on sunny coast. Uh, his question is, is YouTube still the best platform? Yeah. Um, it's a good, good question. I I'm think guessing he's meaning for longer form for longer form. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's other, there's other platforms that are great for long form content now, like Instagram TV, YouTube is, is still, I think the king, it has the largest viewership out of any video platform. It's, it's right up there with Facebook in terms of users, um, which people tend to underestimate YouTube mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, you know, so for long form content, I think it's important you have a presence on YouTube. Absolutely. Um, but there's other platforms now for long form content. Uh, and I think it's important to be across everything. So IGTV, uh, can, you know, host videos, uh, I think up to 10 minutes if it's a certain aspect ratio and up to an hour if it's a different aspect ratio worth looking into. Um, yeah, it's, it's, YouTube's fantastic for creating an audience uh, because you have that subscribe function. People get notified when you post a new piece of content. Um, but again, it's just making sure that you're playing to that platform's algorithm. You know how to play the game, you know. Um, how to create the right thumbnail, you know, how to, when to deliver the piece of, you know, right amount of content that you're, you know, 
want to deliver, you don't put everything valuable right at the start. You make sure that you can have people watch the whole thing and, mm. and you know, they don't tune out straight away. So, Yeah, I've been thinking about this, uh, thinking about doing some longer form video next year with some live Q&A off the back, like once a week or something cool. different. And so the same questions popped up for me also. And one thing that comes to mind is, you know, you mentioned before friction. Mm. It's like, I can do it on Vimeo, yep. which I'm considering because yep. I like Vimeo. Yeah. But if everyone's on YouTube, the downside to do it where the people already are so that there's less friction to leave the platform to engage with your staff That's right. is usually a smart move. It's not that necessarily YouTube's way better. No. And you can always do and or like do Vimeo too, or mm. switch, mm. like the reputation or the brand will come with you. Mm. Um, but I think that thing you said before around friction is super key. Like we don't like to leave the thing we're on. The That's consumer right. doesn't want to leave. If it's, you know, IG, they don't want to go somewhere else typically. That's right. If you have a, uh, a shortcut down of, let's say this interview today, this podcast, uh, and you know, it's 60 seconds long, and the full video is hosted over at YouTube, um, you're gonna lose a lot of viewership straight away. Um, unless that person's really interested in what you have to say and you've created a great piece of content that hooks someone, um, you're gonna have a big drop off. But you know that's always gonna be the case. Mm. Uh, it's just important you keep creating really good content to hook people and send them over to that platform. I found just for, um, for myself that the switch to try to get across is basically useless. So what I've started doing personally is to consider the cut down pieces yeah. as only worthy if they're specific to that platform that they're on without the ask to come across to listen to the whole episode. Yeah. So the audio is sitting there. Yeah. And so then the thinking is, okay, is there something that Jacob said that's really cool in here mm. that fits Instagram mm. that can deliver that insight from your expertise within 30 to 60 seconds yeah. and not even mention the podcast really? Like, because yeah. what I found is that we're in a different world when you're on one platform. We don't want to jump across and listen. Like, it's nice to know it's out, mm. but realistically, nobody's going to do that switch in the moment. Totally. That's, that's exactly right. You're on Instagram or Facebook when you're at, you know, on a lunch break at work or, or um, you know, sitting at home on the lounge, you're not going to listen to a podcast at those stages. You know, you're not going to sit down there, crack the earphones out, you know, listen to an hour podcast. Mm. It's nice to know, um, but, you know, you're probably going to listen to that podcast when you're on the way home mm. um, from work in the car. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's different journeys, different, um, different stages. Yeah, it's interesting. It's cool because it keeps coming back to empathy. You know, like it's putting yourself in their shoes and really like doing the, the work, the soft skills to try to create something that's for the, the audience. You know, we can't just anymore smash stuff out and hope for the best. It's like it requires that deeper level. 100%. Yeah. No, absolutely right. Next question. Time, okay. Sweet. Next question is from Johan. Um, Johan, Shout out Johan, Favor the Brave, and I've done some work with Johan, very talented, and his question is, um, he's considering, so some content, in context, he's considering some video work next year, cool. um, and his question is, what are some of the things to be mindful of when creating longer form videos? So yeah. similar, but slightly different question, is there anything else that comes to mind to think about when you're 
considering, yeah. I guess this is a great question for me too, mm. when you're considering longer form. Mm. I think it just has to be interesting. Uh, you know, we, we get bored so easily, uh, unless it's really, really interesting, then, you know, viewership just drops off. I think it's important to keep people around as long as possible when they're watching a piece of your content. So, you know, you really need to make sure that you're answering real questions that people have, uh, or at least you're entertaining people in a way that is, is super interesting. Um, so it's tricky with long form content. Uh, you know, you either need to a, spend a lot of time, you know, creating it and making sure that it's really entertaining, um, or, or B, you really spend the time researching what do people want to know and then spend that whole time answering that. Mm. Yeah. A couple of things jumped to mind there. One is you can, you know, hope for creating something that is mind blowing that goes viral. Yeah. It's so good. Like the, um, you know, like, uh, what are the old spice commercials? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like long form, right. Really cool. But then the other thing that comes to mind is sometimes the longer form platform could be for the audience that already has trust for you as the creator. Mm. And then the long form platform that you create that's new is a new platform for them to engage in you. So like it has to be interesting, it has to be good and always striving to be better. But if they're already following, I know Johan does amazing work on Instagram posts. Yeah. If the trust is very high, yeah. you probably could create long form and just start to do his thing with it. Yeah. And it's Definitely. like a new place for those people to come and go deeper with him as well. That's right. Yeah. It's that next step of the relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, people who love your brand, love your personality are going to want to stick around for, for a longer form piece of content. So you're right. Uh, you know, if people are invested in, in you and your product, um, then you've got, you know, you've got them for, for longer. The other thing that jumps to mind on long form, because this I think is our last, Oh, second to last long form. Cool. Uh, 20 minute video. If somebody watches 12 of the 20 minutes, yep. they've still watched 12 of the 20 minutes. That's right. So it's like, and I think you touched on this before, but it's like I can do, I'd have to do 12 engaged 60 second posts that were short form to get the same time domain, which builds that trust. That's right. Um, so I think, you know, it, it, it kind of just, if somebody's not watching all of it and it's long form, it's like, it's okay. You know, it's you're fine. still getting time. That's right. Yeah. You're just getting, getting eyes on, uh, eyes on your product. At the end of the day, you're that's 12 minutes of trust building that you've, you've just created. So it's, you know, it's a win-win situation. Okay. Next question. This is back to long form versus short form. Cool. That's the only question. Uh, the context is this was asked by uh, Ross and he was wondering, he was, he, I think he uses Facebook and he was looking at Facebook stories, yeah, which nice. is super interesting because I, I never have used that. Yeah. And I only look at it if it's accidental, like right. clicking the wrong button. <laughs> but his question was Facebook stories versus long form Facebook posts. Is it a generational thing? He, he thought, oh, maybe yeah. he's linked to like certain things for him. Is there anything you'd want to add on mm. either the Facebook side of stuff or long form, short form? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I 
think Facebook stories are more there for people who aren't invested in uh, you know, a full, full on sit down uh, session at someone who's quickly checking their phone and just instantly wants to see what's happening. So um, it's just a different viewership and it's someone who's at a different stage of their day potentially um, with what they're viewing. I think people can consume both pieces of, of content. They can view, consume stories, um, especially on Instagram, which is big at the moment. You know, you should be creating a lot of Instagram stories because the viewership's so high. Um, you know, but also, also feed posts uh, are very important because when you're at home sitting on the lounge after you know after your day before you know dinner or when dinner's on, you're sitting down flicking through your phone. You know you might have a few minutes to actually sit there and watch something that's longer form. So I don't think it's a generational thing. I think it's just a uh, you know time of the day thing. Mm. So you know both both are absolutely great. Uh, so short form you know needs to be. Hey guys, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing uh, at the moment. This is who I'm with. Uh, and then longer form needs to be more, um, you know, um, educational or, or behind the scenes or, um, yeah, more business focused. Yeah. One thing that comes to mind is like the name of it, right? Like mm. story. Mm. It's like the story, like what's happening. What's yeah. the, what's the thing versus post, yeah. you know, which is like, there's a start, beginning, and an end, probably an insight within the context of the post. Totally. Um, so stories are sort of like the headlines, right? Mm. It's like reading the headlines, you're just flicking through the headlines, and uh, you know, you're on the news app on your phone, and you just quickly read what's happening. Um, you know, that's sort of like the stories function. Uh, the when you actually go into an article and, and you read in, in depth in more detail, uh, you know, that's more of the the feed style posts. Okay. Last question, then I'm going to actually, if I have time, touch back on, which we do, I'm going to touch back on the story thing a little bit. Cool. Because I'd love to, let, let's go to the last question first. Yeah. Do you want to jump ahead? Okay. <laughs> We've had this conversation, and for full transparency, I put this question into here because I think it's important <laughs> to talk about. Nice. We had the conversation around face to camera. Yep. Versus, I think we were talking about it in terms of um, testimonials or something. But we had this, this era in like, I don't know, 2015, mm. 2012, like where it was like, if you just did face to camera in your bedroom, talking to thing about a, something mm. of interest, it was like, it went okay. Yeah. We've got face to camera, but we've also got like contextual stuff. We've got the stories, which you could be face to camera or someone could be storing you what mm. you're doing. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about the different ways? And this kind of ties back into that confidence piece, because, you know, if it's not face to camera, then we're not actually having to sit there and stare at the thing. Yeah. Someone could be filming us. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about, um, yeah, like a bit about some options from the film and video side, like. Some different ways we could think about yep. showcasing everything. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, face to camera stuff is is okay if it's short form. If it's your face for you know two to three minutes, people are going to start to lose interest, regardless of what you're saying. So, um, you know, it's it's important that you're giving some context. You're showing where you are. Uh, you know, as much as possible. You're flipping flipping the camera around, giving um, context to to your space. Um, you know, when people see what you're doing and, and what you're grabbing and touching and who you're talking to and, uh, you know, what you're working on at, at the moment, 
you're creating more interest because it's you know it's changing and it's a new perspective each time. So when we create content, we we call that B-roll. So we actually film, uh, you know, it, we give context to just the the, the speaking part. Uh, and that creates interest in itself. So it's uh, it's it's more like watching a movie. It's more like you know it's more cinematic. The more cinematic you can make it, the more engagement you're going to get from that. Um, if you go on YouTube, uh, it's very the content on there is very entertaining. It, it it needs to be like a Netflix show. Yeah. You know, it can't just be uh, you know you just talking to camera for ten minutes. It can be if you have a, a loyal following, people are interested. But um, you know, to hook to hook people. Uh, you know, it needs to stand up to the other other pieces of content that are on there that are very high quality. They're very um, a lot of time has gone into them uh, in creating, making it look cinematic, making it look interesting. Um, so that's the biggest tip I can give if you're trying to make a piece of content uh, more exciting. Uh, try and just turn the camera around and, and show where you are and, and what you're doing. So if you're creating some Insta stories. You know, sure, talk to camera, hey, I'm just at this cafe, I'm about to catch up with so-and-so from blah, 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 um, turn the camera around, these are the guys at um, so-and-so coffee shop, next time you're here, try a bloody, try latte, it's fantastic, um, you know, look at the space, love this spot here, it's perfect for sitting down with the laptop, getting some work done, you know, whatever it is. Free Wi-Fi, and free so Wi-Fi, you're, giving, yeah. you're giving value in that context because you're passing along insights on the space. That's right. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just on that, before we move on, you mentioned it has to be like Netflix and you mentioned the hook and the to hook us in. And yeah. the thing that jumps to mind is storytelling and story structure. Mm. I know you guys do storytelling uh, in the program that I run. One of the whole modules is on. Uh, storytelling as well that, yeah. just to get people able to understand that there's a structure they can practice mm, mm. just because of time constraints is there any directions and I guess the caveat is I wouldn't want anyone to not start on video mm. because they don't know what this means and they yeah. don't know how to create the Netflix level stuff right yeah totally. but like if you are interested in in story and how that works with the mind and interests us is there any place that you would go like for people if they were going to start to do stuff on their phone today yeah, uh, or wanted to look deeper at long form and story structure, stuff mm, like that. Mm. I think uh, jump online, investigate storytelling, learn how to be a good storyteller because it's, it's an art. It's, there's a structure to it. Being able to hold people's attention where you're waiting for them to say the next thing and you have, you're generally interested in what they have to say next is a skill. Um, I certainly don't have it <laughs> in speaking form. Um, you know, that's why we, we use the camera to, to tell the story. Uh, but yeah, if you can become a really good storyteller just from having a conversation, people will sit there for 10 minutes straight and will just watch your face, watch you tell the story. Mm. Um, because we just we just want to know what's next. We, we want to hear what's next. Yeah. So it's, it's a great skill to have and everyone should definitely investigate it and, and learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. I want to give. Let's give some specifics, and then um, see what comes up from this. So, if if I we talked about we talked about YouTube, we talked about video in general. The why we need it. Yeah. I think people know. 
I think if they're watching this or listening to this, they know yeah. they, they have either dabbled or they're thinking about dabbling, Sure, but they're not probably a practitioner, maybe haven't hired, maybe yeah. aren't executing frequently. Mm. So we then moved into um, YouTube and Instagram stories, stuff like that. Is there any kind of framework where you stick your neck out kind of a little bit and mm. is there, is there anything you'd be like, okay, you know, post, post like frequency, um, mm. you know, look to hire someone. Is there anyone, is there anything guidelines frameworks that you just like get start with this? Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, for most people, it's important to start maybe on some Instagram stories, right? It's, it's stuff where you're not overly criticized on the quality of the video you're, you're producing. Um, so you can be your, an amateur, you know, creating stuff for Insta stories. High quality stuff can exist there too, but it's a great place to start. And it's gonna give you some practice on camera, talking to people. Um, use little tips and tools that come with it. You know, um, if you have a poll or something you wanna to attach to the video or a, a quiz, uh, you know, that's a great spot to do that. Um, so it's a good space to start because it doesn't hang around, you know, it lasts for 24 hours. Someone's not going to jump on your Instagram feed, which is like your website and judge you by having, you know, poor quality stuff. So, um, definitely start there. Try post at least once a day if you can, okay. uh, you know, practice with that first and then look at, you know, all right, well, what's next? Who am I talking to? Who's engaging with my content? What do these people want to know? Um, you know, from there, create some educational content, um, whether that's bringing someone in to help you put it together, uh, like, like an agency or whether you just create it yourself, that's, that's your decision. Uh, you know, that's, that's definitely the next step at to, to really attract people to your brand and, and start positioning yourself as, as the expert in your industry. Uh, you know, if you have the, the money, definitely invest in a brand film. It really helps you tell your story and gets people on side with, with your why. When people start hearing like, oh, this dude's doing this because he wants to change that or do that or just help people out, you know, they want to help people grow their business. That's really cool. Uh, you know, people are more inclined to work with you. So, um, you know, that's probably the sequence I'd, I'd go with. You can do it the other way around or, you know, whatever. But, you know, for people just starting out, you know, that might be a good, a good place to start. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then if you fully, let's just go, if that's step one, let's go to like, you know, six months down the line, somebody's somebody's fully using Instagram, using stories like mm. fleshed out. What could that look like? You know, in terms of volume or frequency. Yeah, uh, you know, fleshed what do you out. See in really, like, what do you see in really work? You know, I mean, the experts are saying you know you should be posting six times a day, which is big, which is huge. We certainly don't do that. Yeah, if you can, fantastic, go for it. You're only going to get better engagement. Um, you know, people are scared that they're going to burn people by having too many posts, but the algorithm only shows people what they want to see. Um, so there's, there's not really a big risk of, of burning people out with too much content. If people don't like your stuff, they're not going to watch it and then it's not going to appear for them. So, you know, scaled up, I think the more content, the better, uh, a good blend of DIY video content where it belongs in Instagram stories and whatnot and you know nice more professional content in the spaces where it, it, it matters you know in your, in your Instagram feed or on your website those places where people want to go and they want to see professionally presented um, you know business um, you know I think that's that's really important awesome 
Uh, is there anything else that you want to add or talk about? Got a couple more minutes. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's important to consider where people are viewing your content. So people who are in a information gathering stage where they're looking for a particular product or business, you know, they're, they're jumping on Google, they're searching for your business. Um, you know, they, they jump on your website, they're looking for coaches, they find, find you, they jump on your website. Um, first thing they look for is something that grabs their attention, stands out to them. Um, you know, it's really important that on, on a space like that, you have a really nice piece of content that grabs people straight away and explains why you do what you do, but how you're going to help that person solve their problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, so depending on what stage people are at in the buying journey, depends on what type of video content you create. So that's why DIY content on Instagram and, and um, you know, particularly in the story section is a fantastic place to, to create content yourself because you can really, you know, that, that space is for people who know you, yeah. right? So people are following you, they know you, they know your brand already. Um, you know, it's like the comparison between going out uh, and meeting a, a potential client for the first time, you know, you, you dress a little bit differently, you, you make sure you're on time, that you're presented well. Um, with a mate, you know, you know, you're happy to go down with, you know, thongs, shorts, yeah. you know, singlet, whatever it is, you, you know them better, they're, they're more accepting of, of you, so you don't need to present yourself as professionally, you can be more conversational. So um, just keep in mind, yeah, what what you're putting out there and, and, and who's seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys do... You, a fisheye creative, you do uh, a couple of different things with people. Hmm. What, you know, talk us through what your setup is, how people work with you. I know there was that uh, monthly ongoing, like yeah. how do people set up with you an existing business if they were to do video work and invest and look at what this could, what could be possible for them through video? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of businesses really want to focus on that brand film side of things. So they want to get in there, film their business, talk about their why, uh, and be able to show the world like what they do and why they do it, right? Which is a really, really nice piece of content to have. Uh, for businesses that are, you know, a bit larger, small businesses that have maybe, you know, 10, 15, 30 people working for them, um, that's quite time poor. So they like to work with us on creating the educational content for them. Um, so, you know, on every month we go out, we film uh, content with that person. We just help them build their brand online, mm-hmm. um, build their personality, their brand, sell their story um, to, to their customers. So we create educational pieces of content that, you know, that help attract new business, you know, to their, to their company or, uh, you know, more testimonial based stuff. So, which you wouldn't put on social media, that more sits on the you know back of funnel side of things on the website. So when people are ready to buy, um, that's just there for people to watch. Um, so you know establishing that social proof with people. Um, yeah, so there's a few different ways we, we work with with our clients. Um, it just comes down to what's the size of your business. You know what are you willing to invest time, money? What is it? Uh, and you know it's um, yeah we just go from there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. My, my parting note, I think based off all of this, the thing that I've learned 
is from Jacob is if you haven't started with video, you need to today. Hmm. And that's really easy because you can just pick up your phone and start with a story. Absolutely. Talking about what you learned about video after listening to the podcast. Hey, I just learned video is really cool. This is my first one. Thanks. That's great. Like, yeah. Start today. Uh, check out professionals. Check out Fisheye if you want to do longer form uh, when you feel ready for that. And then probably the other thing, and I'm going to throw you under the bus here, is um, just send them a message. Send, reach out. Like I know mm. that everyone's wanting to, in the line of this education piece, um, everyone wants, everyone, we love content. We love video. Like yeah. I think this conversation is open. So if you've got specific questions, I'm sure if they reach out and ask you guys yeah. and just go on social, like one of the big things is this connection piece is really powerful. So, um, mm. doesn't need, mean you're going to need to hire people to do anything. Just get into the conversation and there's just a start. Yeah. There's a yeah. time to learn. Yeah. You know, if you're creating your own content, you know, jump on after listening to this podcast, you know, talk about what you learned and, you know, tag us as well at fisheye at, you know, John, John Marsh, um, you T, know, John, John T Marsh, John T Marsh, <laughs> John T Marsh. Don't forget to um, go to some random dude in the <laughs> Some guy, I'm sure we'll share it. Um, yeah, nice dude. No, but um, yeah, yeah, um, definitely, definitely get yes. started is awesome. the most important thing. Okay, we got to run. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, if you know of anyone else who's creating business side project, even um, interest group, even realistically, video and content creation is the one of the major forms of connection now and how we interact. Um, then to send them along. That's the most helpful thing you can do for myself. And that's it for today. We'll see you on the next episode. Jacob, thanks so much. Thanks, for mate. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, that's it. great. Yeah. The work that we've done around the, the listening, the empathy, um, even pausing, you know, kind of all these elements, like they're invaluable. Um, and the fact that we get to practice them every day just means we keep getting better and we keep creating better relationships, better connections. Um, and I truly believe this is the reason, you know, why our business is thriving because it's something that no one else is doing. Access Potential Academy is a six month program for business owners, creators, people who are looking to level up and do great work and people who are looking to create great relationships. And it's for people who are excited by the fact that they know these two things feed directly into their business and the work that they're doing. So if you're interested in finding out more about Access Potential Academy, there are still some spots remaining for 2020. Check out my website or send me an email directly, john at johntmarsh.com, and we can connect. I'd love to find out more about what you're doing and what you plan to get stuck into in 2020.